Shalom, everyone. Welcome to another episode of A Christian Voice. I hope you are all well out there. I know many of you have new trials in your lives during these unstable days. I want you to know, for what it's worth to hear, that I do pray for you. Don't know who you are or when you're even listening to this, but my God does. He knows, He loves, He hears, and He answers. An African atheist, when speaking of Christian missionary groups and their efforts in his country, stated that Christianity was the only one that could, quote, crush tribal groupthink. Brilliant phrase. I believe we are in an unrecognized epidemic. Not of a physical virus, but a spiritual one. I'm assigning this label to it. Tribal groupthink. In fact, crushing tribal groupthink. This is what it does. Crushes the human mind suppresses the honest expressions of the soul in a fear of social backlash, and ultimately kills by robbing civilized society of the fixed definitions of right and wrong. Don't believe me? Have you seen this social shaming of those sharing service opportunities or simply discussing something that is pure and good? They are being accused of this nonsensical label, virtue signaling. How asinine is that? Virtue signaling? Oh no, whatever you do, make sure you're not seen as virtuous. And who really goes around signaling? We're human, not flags. We're capable of open communication. What is all this hypothetical signaling? How stupid is that? And that's not the only problem. People are shouted down almost instantly when they are perceived as saying or doing something against today's allowed thought or activity, which will be different tomorrow. You do realize that, I hope. There's no objective reality in any of this. There is no possibility of having a fixed measure for life, for behavior, as there is no fixed standard once you remove God from the mix. Man's fads are changeable, and not even solid enough to last a full week, much less long enough to build a life upon. And that is entirely intentional. Instability is the name of the game. When you have such a fluid standard, or lack of standards, it makes people insecure, frightened on a deep level. They may not recognize it, but it's there. Unless you do have the unchanging, objective standard to lean upon. Folks, that standard is only found in the Holy Bible, and nowhere else. Of course, once you have an unstable, frightened mass of sheeple, well, they need someone, something to guide them, right? Stupid sheeples can't be expected to act responsibly, can they? A free people can only be a strong, moral one, with the true guiding principles that a freedom-loving God has given. He gave his early life for our freedom, after all. He left us a guiding set of fixed and perfect principles to ensure we remain free. It's called Torah. Don't let anyone convince you that you, nor I, nor anyone, can keep it. That's simply nonsense. God has never required of us anything we are not able to do. You can keep those parts which apply to you as someone who is not a priest. Don't buy that Yeshua did away with that either. He clearly said otherwise. He said, I have not come to destroy the law. Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 17. He also told us both to keep it and to teach others to do so. And we would be blessed. He wasn't kidding. We are so blessed once we begin living by his written word. 
You have no idea until you do it how much peace, how much freedom comes from living according to Torah. Yes, freedom, not bondage. It's not a set of rules. They are a set of guiding principles that even the most brilliant, kind, and good human could not have conceived. We simply fall so short of true goodness. No human guidelines could ever compare. Man, I cannot explain to you the difference in my own life, my ever-deepening relationship with a God who created and loves us. It's really night and day. This is the way he intended all people to live from the very beginning. Yeshua just had to demonstrate it to open eyes from darkness into his marvelous light. As the scriptures themselves say regarding Torah, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. That is found in 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. This is why Christianity is under such vehement attack. We are holding the lines against crushing tribal groupthink when we hold the biblical standards in our lives. We are not looking to humans to tell us right and wrong, while at the same time hypocritically pretending we are making our own decisions, choosing how our own lives are lived out. No, please, do not deceive yourself. There's not a single one of you out there that are making that claim, who is not simply repeating what you have heard or seen others say or do, or pretend to think. None of you are thinking for yourselves, or you would shun the mass idiocy being spewed on mass. No one is truly their own master. I've said this before, but it bears repeating. You are either serving the master of sin, or the master of the universe, the almighty God of the Holy Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, just in case you are confused as to whom I am referring. If you want to prove me wrong, give it a go. Post something. Call your friends, email, text, or otherwise communicate something that is exactly opposite of what others are saying. Then, step two, this is important. Don't back down. Do not let yourself be shamed into agreeing with the loudest or cruelest or most reasonable sounding voices. Do not give in. Step three, do this every day of your life in every way. Defy stupid with sense. I think I'll make that my newest life motto. Yeah, it's a long list. Defy stupid with sense. Don't give up. Don't give in. Hang tough. Prove you are not being controlled by crushing tribal groupthink. Oh, but we are Americans. Nobody controls us. Does anyone even know that anymore? That we are supposed to be civilized? We are supposed to be above tribalism? Now, this is not speaking against patriotism. Do not conflate the two. Patriotism is not tribalism, no matter what the idiot liberals will try to convince you of with convoluted logical fallacies. You're smarter than that. If you're not, you can be. So we must crush this crushing tribal groupthink. How? My friends, there is only one way. He came to this earth and walked among us. It may be that you truly do wish to be educated, to be able to think independently and simply do not know what where or how to spot what is truth among the mass of misinformation in the world. Well, I'll tell you. It really does begin by freeing your mind of a sin-filled perspective. You have to have your mind renewed by the washing of the water of the Word of God. What and who is this Word of God? Yeshua, aka Jesus, is the Living Word. 
The written word is, of course, the Holy Bible. Yeshua made this remarkable claim. I am the truth. How can you validate this? Read the written word and discover who this living word really is. Test his actions, his lifestyle, his statements, as recorded by those who are with him. These really are eyewitness accounts. There is plenty of scholarship by those who have actually examined evidences as to the dating of manuscripts, the validation of parties and places named, and other proofs, that we have an accurate accounting of Yeshua's life while here among us. Read it for yourself and hold up Yeshua against all others who have ever lived. He is not still followed thousands of years later because he was a wicked man, or a foolish man, or a fake one. Read it, and be honest enough to admit that if you find his life to have been a wonderful one, then he cannot have lied when he said, I am the truth. Good men do not lie. So, if he is indeed the truth, ought you not to embrace his truth? To embrace him? Then, and only then, will your eyes see clearly enough to recognize truth from error. Then you will be able to begin crushing the crushing tribal groupthink. Then you will be a free person indeed, and will be able to combat those who want to control you, control me, control our nation for their own profit. Believe me, no one in power who wants to lord it over others is altruistic. They are not trying to run your life for your own good, but for theirs. So why not examine the scriptures and see for yourself whether these things be so? It is an open offer. I will send a free Holy Bible to anyone who requests one. Just email achristianvoice at mail.com. Again, achristianvoice at mail.com. Government control will hurt you. God control will help you. Governments act in their own interest. God acts in yours. Yes, he does. He does only the best in every life, individually crafted for just that person, whether or not we can recognize it at the time. Governments are not inherently good. God is not only inherently good, but the very standard of good. Governments take. God gives. Governments oppress. God sets free. Why don't you just come to God today through his son, Yeshua? Turn your life over to the one who truly has the answers, the one who is truth. Just ask him, your heart to God's heart, to renew your heart and mind with a washing of that pure, clean, fresh water of his living word, to enable you to start walking in truth, to live free through his laws, no matter how counterintuitive that sounds, to forgive your sin, your life lived without him, against him, contrary to his word. He will forgive. He delights in mercy. Do not remain without hope and without God in this world. That's a terrible place to be. To those of you who are already believers, how's your walk? Do others see you living God's way or justifying why you aren't? Be holy as I am holy, saith the Lord. That holy lifestyle is found in Torah. I challenge you to sit down, read the first five books in your Holy Bible, and write down every commandment that does not apply to priests or the other gender. Once you have that list, look them over carefully. Run them through the entirety of Scripture and see whether they are against the teachings, the values of the whole of Scripture. 
if you find them not to be, if they are in fact a visible example of God's true, perfect, peaceable, righteous ways, are you living up to them? If not, today is always the best day to begin. Once that is settled, look them over again. See if they are actually impossible to do, as you no doubt have been taught. No, of course they won't be. Are they even hard? The hardest thing is breaking habits, and we all know any habit can be broken within a month's time. Three weeks, in fact. Are three little weeks of your life too much to give to the one who died for you? So why not change your habits today? You have the Holy Spirit of the living God with you. Is anything too hard for him? You know there is not. For with God, nothing is impossible. Not even keeping his standards of living, his Torah. Not those things added on by others' mind, but only those written in his word. This is not impossible. This is my prayer for us. May the world be able to look at our lives and see Yeshua, the glory of the Godhead bodily, full of grace, truth, and a holy walk before the Father, in and through us. Please remember, you can support the show at patreon.com slash achristianvoice. Thanks for listening. Copyright A Christian, 2020 and following.